hi welcome to this uh, talk about indian vedic astrology as i always said this is for the absolute beginner this is for the student of vedic astrology either a western student or an indian student there are several uh, videos and audios and books available which go into great detail about indian astrology but this gives you absolute starting point for anyone who's interested in it my previous audio was about the three components which make the indian astrological tool and uh, you may want to watch it or listen to it uh, just a quick recap we talked about the natal chart or the person's birth chart which is generated using a person's birth time uh, birth date and the geographical location uh, second tool is the uh, present planetary position that is the chart of today's sky and the third is the dasa system the third tool which the indian astrologer uses which is very unique is the dasa system and we talked about the vimshotri 120 year dasa system which is very commonly used so now i'll go into the birth chart as you know the birth chart is generated nowadays using a software but it is rooted in mathematical traditions of uh, india going back to 3000 years uh, those days people took a lot of time to sit and calculate they also had tables and helpful books to refer but sufficient to say that today most of the online softwares and free software tools are very accurate and you can generate a person's birth chart i mentioned that the birth charts are different types there is the western um uh, indian system the eastern indian system the north and the south since i'm from the south i would be talking about the south indian system which is a square chart and it shows uh, squares 12 squares within this uh, large square and it will be useful for you to google now a picture uh, i suggest that you look at indian vedic uh, astrology chart and look at an image if you find an image which looks like a square with uh, 12 squares uh, that's what we are going to be talking about so yeah please look up uh, indian vedic astrology birth chart don't worry about what is written within each of these 12 squares um, yeah i hope you found one so yeah a birth chart has got again Uh, various components inside that uh, as i told you this audio is a very simple one so i won't go into great details so it's sufficient for us to know that the indian birth chart uh, the south indian type has got 12 houses or 12 divisions to it uh, each house or each division uh, is about a person's uh, component in life let's say the first chart is about a person's overall personality um, the second is about another aspect of his life and third and fourth and fifth and finally it comes to the 12th houses now the question arises are these 12 houses the same for all human beings that's not the case um, we all have 12 houses however which is our first house depends upon the time we were born so for example for me gemini could be the first house whereas for you it could be taurus so how do you find that 
you need to look at this indian vedic chart and usually among the squares there'll be a small diagonal line uh, on the top left corner and that will be your first house some charts are helpfully numbered also you'll find 1 to 12 but uh, if you had fed your own birth time uh, you'll know that uh, when you were born and uh, usually you can find on the chart something called l written l for london or l for lagna so lagna is the first house um, um against this usually as i said there will be a diagonal line marked on the top left corner so what is the first house the first house is, represents your overall personality your makeup it is what you are generally so when you were born on the horizon on the eastern horizon there was a constellation which was rising and uh, perhaps you were born during midday maybe 12 noon yet though it's not visible to the naked eye uh, because it's very bright on the eastern horizon there was a constellation which was rising and that constellation could have been let's say gemini in which case that is your ascendant that is the ascendant constellation so gemini is your ascendant correct so your first house is gemini now the chart will also very importantly show the other planets and in my previous video i said indian astrology depends on nine planets and i called the moon and the sun also as planet because that's what we do in india in the indian astrology tradition we call the seven celestial visual bodies as planets and the two imaginary bodies rahu and ketu as uh, um, rahu and ketu the northern and southern nodes so totally we have these nine planets going around in this chart and you should look at your chart and see whether in that first box uh, whether there are any planets it's not necessary that every 12 houses or these boxes in the chart should have planets no because these nine planets Uh, sometimes strangely will occupy nine different houses separate houses so there'll be each house will have one planet and there will be naturally three empty houses because we have only nine planets and there are 12 houses sometimes planets tend to crowd with each other and they will be many of them will be sitting together in one house leaving most of the other houses empty this is natural and there is no specific significant to this significance to this uh, astrologers in india do call it uh, graha yudh which means the war of the planets but it doesn't really mean negative or positive it depends upon which planet and which house and so on and so forth so a quick recap we are now talking about the birth chart uh, the birth chart is nothing but the position of the planets in the sky when you are born the south indian tradition uses a square chart and there are 12 houses and in these 12 houses will be nine planets and some houses will have more or less planets okay and the most important uh, thing to note here is the ascendant uh, that is uh, a s c it begins with a s c ascendant and in some charts it will be written as a in some charts it will be marked as a s c in some chart it will be simply marked with a diagonal line and or it will be simply marked with an l meaning lagna so this is your first house 
and the first house could be any of the uh, uh, 12 constellations and in our example we said it's a gemini the 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 person's birth chart has got gemini as the lagna or the ascendant and uh, so this brings us to you learning uh, the the signs the 12 signs um, most of us even a person who's not a student of astrology is quite familiar with the signs because uh, coffee table books and, and daily newspaper they always talk about signs right uh, we always almost know which sign our friend is in so we'll ask ah he's a gemini and he's a scorpion uh, gemini's are uh, are fickle they are capricious their mind keeps changing they have two of everything and leo is proud and so on and so forth so we have this stereotypical um, knowledge or information about these various signs and it has always been entertaining to know uh, what's your friend sign and so on and so forth please remember western astrology uh, calls a person's uh, sign uh, as a sun sign which means they take into account the position of the sun in a sign as a person's sign whereas indian astrology takes into account the position of a moon in a particular sign as a person's sign so there's a huge difference uh, sun is about a person's outward personality moon is about a person's mental makeup we all know that both of them together form this personality but the mind has such a powerful influence on a person's decision making and future and past so indian astrology naturally gave importance to the position of the moon and so in our indian charts a person's moon sign is a sign uh, a person is born in so uh, why did i mention this i said that you need to know the 12 signs so take the square a chart and uh, try to google and find out a chart which has got all the signs written on it so the top rightmost corner uh, it will be saying gemini and uh, after that would come cancer and leo and virgo so you look at it in a clockwise direction uh, the south indian chart has got fixed sign chart which means in a chart it, this never changes uh, whether it's my chart or your chart gemini would always be marked on the top right corner that's why the south indian system is such an excellent tool for a new student to learn from there are uh, obviously advantages in following the north indian system but we won't be getting into it right now we want to start with a easy system and south indian chart system is really very easy to master so yeah look at the chart and study the 12 signs memorize the names of the signs and also the pictorial representation of these signs so gemini is uh, represented by this twin and if you were to go out in the evening and night sky and if you have one of those uh, apps in your iphone or android phone like a star watcher or stargazer or star map uh, which can uh, interactively show the position of the stars you will notice that sometimes of the night you can actually see the gemini twin star uh, combination on the sky so our ancients imagine these two twin stars to be two physical twins two human little children together and uh, so yeah it'll be useful for you to remember the pictorial representation for various signs some of them are very easy 
Pisces is two fishes together uh, Gemini is two little children together uh, Venus shows uh, sorry not Venus virgin uh, Virgo shows uh, young lady uh, and so on and so forth Scorpio of course is Scorpio so I want you to memorize this the names and the various pictures and I want you to remember that we will be reading the chart in the clockwise manner it's also useful to know that uh, in this chart all the nine planets move around in a particular manner of which seven real physical bodies they will be moving in the clockwise direction and the two uh, imaginary bodies rahu and ketu will be moving in the anti clockwise direction so sufficient for us now to know that uh, the chart has got 12 houses the first house is the ascendant house there are many planets which will be populating these uh, houses and not all houses will have planets there will be some empty houses empty house doesn't mean bad too many planets in one uh, house also doesn't mean bad uh, it just the combination which gives us a clue as to what it's all about i hope you're ready to go a little further into this uh, topic because uh, let's see how long have i been talking wow 13 minutes let's try to do another 7 minutes okay and then we'll try to do another audio because i want you to tell you a very curious thing about uh, the the indian chart <coughs> as i already mentioned that the western astrology follows the sun sign and we follow the moon sign and uh, we also borrowed this 12 constellations from the akkadian or the babylonians who came to india uh, through the 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 greek and later the roman influences which means uh, before this came to india before this 12 constellations came to india we had our own system of 28 constellations 12 constellations itself is quite um, difficult to remember uh, for an early student but imagine having 28 different uh, star systems on which these planets used to travel and uh, we still use it when you learn it you will be using it too so in india we have what is called the nakshatras and the rasis so the rasis are nothing but the western constellations so gemini is a rasi scorpio is a rasi but a nakshatra harks back to the old 28 divisions of the sky the 28 constellations of the sky so the first constellation uh, is called ashwini so ashwini uh, is the first constellation that uh, the indians had in this 28 constellations uh, whereas uh, uh, mesham or aries is the first uh, star sign we had so exactly the exact point where aries begins is where um, ashwini begins so i don't know if they are able to follow me uh, the sky according to the western astrology is divided into 12 houses 
according to ancient indian astrology it was divided into 28 houses so the starting point is the same the starting point in the sky for aries and for ashwini is the same because the indian chart had 28 divisions naturally the houses were smaller uh, and so the depth of information that was arrived through this uh, finer granularity granularity of uh, the chart was uh, more than what would come out of the 12th system what indians did very cleverly was when the western 12th system 12 house system came to us western when i mean western i don't mean the the, the west as in the the us or britain but i mean uh, the akkadian and the iraqi uh, system the egyptian system when it came to us what we did was we shoehorned it we forced it into the existing 28 nakshatra system so there was an overlay a layer of 12 on top of this existing 28 and while trying to fit it there were some adjustments which had to be done and what they did was they dropped one of the nakshatras uh, that is the one of the uh, constellations was dropped uh, that constellation is called abhijit uh, abhijit and some astronomers and some astrologers still refer to it but Uh, it has gone out of fashion so we ended up with 27 so 27 houses was overlaid with 12 houses uh, this complicates matters a bit but uh, in practice it's a very useful tool do you ever see a 27 division chart in india no we always have it in our mind we keep it in the memory we use only a 12 chart system so in the 12 chart system uh, we have on top of it an imaginary 27 chart system okay so going back to uh, uh, using the chart as a predictive tool we will stick to the 12 houses we will not talk about these 27 houses for now that will get into a uh, advanced scope of uh, project we won't do it right now but sufficient to know that in india we have these two systems overlaid on on top of each other and there's no getting around it you have to learn it okay uh, shall we go a little more into the um, the nature of these 12 houses i think not we have reached 18 minutes so i'll put it in another video thank you bye bye